Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? <laughs> no way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. I wanted to switch gears today. If you've been listening in real time, first of all, thank you for that, to the past couple of podcasts, I was talking about getting your junk drawer situation unjunky and also how to organize your pantry so that it was serving you and your family in the best way. Today, I wanted to switch gears just a little bit because on the off chance that you're not focusing on those areas, I wanted to give you a little bit of advice about how to maximize your space. and. Oftentimes, whether you have a small space that you're trying to really make the most of, or maybe the issue is not that you have a small space, you just have an unused space. What I want to suggest today is really maximizing your vertical space. So I have lived in a few different areas, some larger than others. Right now we are in a very comfortable home that feels like it has lots of space for organization and storage. I could not be more grateful for that. But in the past, I have lived in a teeny tiny little New York apartment. I've made mention of this before. It's hilarious that it was called the penthouse. I think before I moved there, when I imagined the penthouse, I thought of this very huge space with wall-to-wall windows. And I, I don't know. I certainly didn't think Cracker Jack box, but we had a really lovely, beautiful 
Cracker Jack box. And the cool thing about the fact that it was called a penthouse is that it had an extra foot and a half of ceiling. And I've also made mention that I have a gigantic husband who is six foot six. And so uh, that was definitely beneficial for him. We had a cute little French bulldog puppy named Delilah. And so at that time, we didn't have kids. We were newlyweds. It was our first year of marriage. We lived there for a couple of years. And we really had to get great at maximizing our small space. And because it was the penthouse and had those very, very tall ceilings, the nice thing is that it had some closets that went all the way up high to the ceiling. So how on earth do you reach those gigantic closet shelves up at the very top when you are (laughs) five foot four on a good day? That's me. Uh, And perhaps you don't have a six foot six husband who can reach up and grab something for you while he's at work. I definitely invested in a step stool and one of those two step ladders because I needed those often. I also want to say that just because a closet has been given to you, marketed as a certain thing. So in our case, a pantry, we were totally lacking in a pantry. And so I turned some cabinets into a pantry. I did talk about making cabinets your pantry. I said that from experience uh, on the last episode. Um, And I turned what was the pantry whenever we first moved in. They're like, see, you have this huge, gigantic pantry. And I'm like, "Uh, no, excuse me. (laughs) Have you seen the size of my husband's feet? He has shoes that need massive space. Okay. So I needed to take what they were calling the pantry and turn that into a linen closet for us and put a lot of my clothes that I then had to fold up and really maximize the tiny space that we had by using that vertical space and building up putting in lots of containers, really making mind of paying attention to, does this make sense as it's marketed? Take a look at your space and think, do I need to use this closet that's allotted here as a linen closet as an actual linen closet? Or is this where maybe we need to turn this into a Lego closet? for our kids, you know, things like that. I want you to be thinking about because definitely thinking outside the box is what helped me maximize my space in New York. And also too, perhaps you're in an apartment right now where you're sharing that space with someone else. There are some great options for dividing a closet space up so that maybe it's a his and her situation. Maybe it's a roommate who is sharing it with you and trying to figure out how to consolidate some of those items. So it's all working really well for you. If you are two separate people, people. Maybe you want your clothing to be separated, obviously, but maybe it makes sense if you have some like items like towels and linens and things of that nature, even shoes where you guys could combine that into the same space. So maximizing your vertical space really has to do a lot with, do you want to mount something on the wall that is semi-permanent? Or do you want to use command hooks, for example, that you can peel off the adhesive and it leaves no evidence that something was hung there? Those are really fantastic if you've got kids and you're trying to figure out how to display their art. I'll talk about that soon, but I had an art wall with our kids and we were able to use just a simple string and two command hooks on either side and put some little clips up and hang that up. So if that is the way you want to use your vertical space to sort of show off your kid art in that way, or maybe at Christmas time you're getting in all the holiday cards, that's a cool way to use your vertical space, find a wall that's not being used, mount some of those hooks, 
string a string right across and put some clips up there so that way you can show those. Perhaps you want to turn your unused vertical space into a gallery wall. I actually had a mom reach out to me recently and say, I have had these incredible pictures and the perfect wall to put these up and I haven't done it in forever. Can we talk about getting you over here to get a gallery wall started? That is a great way to use vertical space if you don't have lots of countertop or dresser space where you're displaying those family photos. So keep an unused wall really in the back of your mind if you're struggling to think, I have one or all of these items that need to be displayed or stored and I don't know where to put them. We don't always have to put things in a closet, behind closed doors, in a cabinet or a drawer. If perhaps you have an incredible shoe or handbag collection or hat collection, maybe instead of taking up space in a closet that you need for clothes, this is the perfect opportunity for you to get some of those hooks and they make really cool decorative hooks too. And uh, the container store has several different command hook options. Michael's carries these as well. Target carries these. Lots of different places have the command hooks that have the adhesive that can be taken away, but also places like Marshall's, Walmart, all these different places that you can order online as well. They've got really cool hooks that you can personalize. If you look on Etsy, they have all kinds of different cool hooks that maybe if your child is into a certain sport or activity, maybe it's ballet, they have some cute little ballet shoes that are a hook that you can mount all the wall and your son or daughter could put their you know dance clothes bag, hang it up on there. Or perhaps you've got sporting events that you're going to constantly swim meets things like this and you need to keep some of those items in a bag but if you had them laying out all over the floor or tried to put them in a utility closet that was already bursting at the seams that might not be as easily accessible so use your vertical space you can also find these things called fast tracks f-a-s-t fast tracks and these are strips that can be mounted on for example your garage walls and then you can customize what type of hooks so these are fantastic if you want to hang small bikes skateboards any of those bags like i said for sporting events that maybe you don't necessarily want to keep in your house you can put a hook up there you can even let's say you wanted to have cleats a space for cleats and you don't necessarily want to keep possibly those dirty cleats in your house where your other shoes are stored. You can tie them up, tie the shoestrings up in a little bow and hang them over a hook on that fast track rack right outside of where the baseball bats or the soccer balls or football or whatever you've got out there. See where I'm going with this mounting things on the wall idea? I feel like so often I'll have people come in uh, or I'll go into their space and when I arrive there, they are ready to tell me what they have that isn't working and I typically am looking right at the answer, which is a completely unused wall and whatever this item is that they care about so much it's not being put on display because they're trying to figure out how to, you know, stuff it in a corner or stuff it into a storage area. And we're missing the beauty of this item that they care enough about to try and organize. Uh, in that case, a lot of times I will recommend floating shelves. 
So floating shelves, there are some different options. I've gotten at Target a kind that has the adhesive that you can stick on the wall so that then you can just simply, when you're done, lift that shelf off, peel down those adhesive strips, and it was as if nothing was ever there. This is super fantastic for apartments where you don't want to get dinged on your deposit. You want to make sure you get that money back in full. I feel like command hooks really changed the game for that. And also, if you have a kiddo who has a certain style, but you know that they might be outgrowing that style, especially if they're really, really young, and then you know they're going to outgrow that particular uh, style as they go from being a baby to being a big kid, this is the perfect opportunity for you to grab some of those floating shelves that maybe you want to put some small books on. Uh, maybe you want to put a, a lightweight stuffed animal or a picture frame. I have also mounted some shelves with adhesive and also with nails that are great for if your kiddos have some trophies that you would like to display, but they're taking up so much room on the top of your kid's dresser. Definitely, this is a great option in using that vertical space. I did a client's uh, daughter's room a while back, actually did her son's rooms as well, come to think of it, and we hung some floating shelves. And for the boys, we did some really cool trophies, and they had gone on a trip, and they brought back this really cool rock from, I think, maybe Italy. I'll have to check. I can't remember. But he loved this rock. This rock was super meaningful to him, and it was something that was getting... You know, things were getting piled on top of it and they were missing that cool special moment, that incredibly epic trip that they took and were missing that awesome rock that he picked up that day that had so many memories attached to it. And so we were able to put that up on his wall and highlight that along with his favorite trophies for some great swim meets that he had gone to and, um, baseball. So additionally for their daughter, I mounted some that were totally different. Hers were white and I mounted two of them sort of on a diagonal. So they were not two shelves that were uh, right next to each other. One was a little higher than the other. And that's really cool when you're thinking about styling your space. So you have some differentiation between the height of things that are going to go on those shelves. And additionally, you might want to, this is what I did actually in both of their rooms, add a lamp on the opposite side. So we had the floating shelves mounted, one with the adhesive, one with the nails, and then we had a cool lamp that was on the other side of the dresser that really balanced out that space and looked super cool. So on top of those shelves, we put their trophies in the daughter's room. We put some books and some cool things up there that she liked. And then below it, you can also put some larger standing books with some cool bookends perhaps. And what you're doing is you're raising your eye up. So what you've got on the wall doesn't have to stop with that low dresser or even chest of drawers. Maybe it makes sense to mount a cool picture up there as well. I will tell you that these days, canvases seem to be super popular. I've been hanging lots of canvases. And if you have a really cool canvas that you love, but you don't know if you want to commit to it with a nail in the wall, they make these really cool command mounts. So they are canvas mounts. They're not hooks, but they're mounts. They're a little bit different and they're able to hold that lightweight canvas no matter how large or small they are. 
And if you'll take a look on the command hook box, you'll see that they're going to give you a suggestion for how much your item is going to weigh. If you've got something that's only going to be a pound to three pounds, definitely you want to make sure that you're not doing the big beast of a hook unless you really like the look of it. And then perhaps making sure that if you're going to have something that's a little bit heavier, like a larger picture frame or books or things of that nature, that you're going with something that's more on the five to seven pound weight scale there with that. So definitely keep those things in mind. So vertical space, that is a fantastic way for you to maximize the small space that you have or maximize and use an awesome wall that doesn't have anything on it to display some things that you love things that perhaps are taking up space in another area that could be used for some other kind of storage. I hope this helps you today. Take a look with fresh eyes at your space and figure out how to maximize your vertical space. As always, send me pictures if you do decide to try this out. And if you like this episode, as always, it would mean so much to me. If you would share this, you can screenshot it and you can post it in your stories and tag me in it so that I can then turn around and share that and show how you guys are doing this. If you are putting the three E's into practice, that would be extremely exciting for me to see. So please tell me how you're using that in your space, your essentials, enhancements, and extras to get your organizing project done. I look forward to talking to you next week, and I want you to stay tuned because coming up, again, if you're listening to this in real time, thank you. I'm going to tell you that in the month of May, I'm going to be recording some interview episodes with some incredible mom guests. Why? Because it's Mother's Day month. So we are going to celebrate the incredible moms out there who are doing great things and organizing and styling their lives so that they work better for themselves and their family, no matter what season they're in. As you know, our different seasons make our schedules and our homes and our organization look very different. So I can't wait to hear how these busy moms are organizing their lives. All right. Have an amazing week and I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.